Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNY's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. To begin with, I want to take the opportunity to remind physicians about MISNY's multi-week Women's Physician Leadership Academy CME programming, which started last Saturday morning and will continue this Saturday morning, October 28th, and the following Saturday morning, November 4th. Tomorrow's program is focused specifically on providing physicians with needed information and insights to help them be the best advocates for their patients and their profession. We have a spectacular list of speakers, including New York State Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins, New York State Assembly Health Committee Chair Amy Pollan, and New York State Assembly Member Deborah Glick, who long was the chair of the Assembly Higher Education Committee that reviews scope issues. They will discuss how best to present your perspectives on legislation in ways that will resonate best with lawmakers. We'll also hear from lobbyists who regularly advocate to legislators on healthcare issues, Denise McGraw and Jackie Williams, both of whom we are proud to say are alumni of MISNY's Governmental Affairs Division and work regularly with MISNY's lobbying team on a wide range of healthcare issues. They will discuss the importance of women physicians being involved in policy advocacy. And we will hear from the former president of the American Medical Association, Dr. Patrice Harris, about her experiences as an advocate for healthcare policy. Dr. Harris will also be a speaker for our November 4th program together with other past AMA presidents, Dr. Nancy Nielsen and Dr. Sue Bailey, who will be discussing setting work and professional boundaries, defining your worth, and leadership lessons. This is just a few of the many great CME programs that MISNI is developing and promoting for its members. This week, MISNI hosted a full-day Veterans Matters Collaborative Teaching Day CME program, and on November 15th, we will host our regular Medical Matters one-hour CME program at 7.30 a.m. discussing the history of pandemics and lessons learned with Dr. Art Cooper. Turning to the legislative arena, MISNY's Legislative and Physician Advocacy Committee has met multiple times throughout the fall to discuss pressing policy issues and to approve MISNY's legislative program. We have also discussed the several resolutions that have been referred from the MISNY House of Delegates that took place earlier this year relating to a number of important topics such as restrictive covenants, the standard of care to be applied by courts for care that is provided by non-physicians, the limits on out-of-state telehealth care delivery, and advocating for applying consumer protection rules to self-insured plans based upon a recent far-reaching Supreme Court decision. At the direction of our committee chair, Dr. Mark Adams, this week, MISNY sent out a short survey to all MISNY members asking for their input on what should be MISNY's legislative priorities to help further guide the development of our legislative program and to help give direction to MISNY's advocacy team how we should best place our limited advocacy resources. If you have not yet done so, please take just a few minutes to complete the five-question survey. Of course, as we look towards 2024, there remains much work to be done for the remainder of 2023. We continue to work closely with our allies to urge Governor Hochul to again 
veto legislation that would radically expand the damages that are awardable in wrongful death actions. Over the last week, 51 county medical societies joined on a letter with Misney to the governor urging that she veto the legislation and work with various parties to develop balanced legislation that could address the concerns of grieving families while also addressing New York's notoriously problematic and expensive medical liability environment. Misney has been working regularly with county medical societies and specialty societies to coordinate physicians calling the governor's office at 518-474-8390. Again, 518-474-8390, as well as working to get physicians to send letters to the governor from Misney's grassroots action site. We are pleased that we have many allies on this issue. In the last few weeks, communications have been sent to the governor urging a veto from the various representatives of the business community, as well as entities that represent municipal governments across the state. Of course, we continue to coordinate closely with our various allies, including Milmic and various associations representing hospitals. Given the ongoing controversy of this legislation and the intense advocacy happening on both sides, it is likely that once again, this legislation will not be delivered to the governor until December, but could be sent at any time. Your calls and letters and educating your colleagues about doing the same remain the most important steps that you can take to affect the ultimate outcome. I also want to note on a separate legislative item that Misney recently joined five specialty medical societies in a letter to the governor's office urging that she sign into law legislation that passed the Senate Assembly earlier this year to prohibit restrictive covenants in physician employment contracts. We also, as part of that, requested that there be chapter amendments to exempt small privately owned physician practices not located in existing defined shortage areas. The reason for the amendment is to make sure that we are acting consistent with MISNI policy, which speaks specifically to prohibiting restrictive covenants or non-compete clauses in contracts used by health systems and by private equity-owned practices. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this podcast and for your dedication to MISNI, your county medical society, and your patients. We will speak again soon.